ho. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we are celebrating Christmas year round on this podcast. And today we are back talking about some of the classic Hallmark Christmas movies and uh, that we haven't covered too much on this show. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Thaddeus is here. Hey, y'all. I'm back again. Yes. How are you doing? I am doing pretty well. I really enjoyed getting a chance to look at some classic, whimsical Christmas Yes. Movies. Yeah, that's what we, for this episode, we tried to pick three that have some Santa magic going on because uh, people people that don't know Hallmark movies will say things like, oh, I bet you have tons of Santa and all this stuff. They'll say things like that. And we're like, they, you don't understand. We never get Santa anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Early on, we got a lot of it, but um, they kind of went did away with it um, as they yeah. really got into the countdown to Christmas. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty much just rom-coms that happen to be set at Christmas yeah. these days. Uh, and, uh, and, and these three are all Santa forward, I would say. Yes. But he's a character with multiple lines. <laughs> yeah. uh, so let's dive in. The first one we're going to talk about is uh, from 2004, A Boyfriend for Christmas. This is one of the first Hallmark Christmas movies that ever got any kind of hype, at least. Or I think it was just one yes. of the first period that they ever did. Yeah, def- definitely. I mean, it was before, like, you know, the real countdown of Christmas started. Way before, yeah. There weren't, I don't think there were too many actual movies that they released that year. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was, I think it's definitely, um, a, I, I can consider it a real classic. It still gets played every once in a while now. Like, yeah. you see it, like, played, like, maybe once or twice during the Christmas season mm-hmm. every year. So. Yeah. And uh, it, it's it's kind of a weird movie so it's sort of funny that this is one of the ones that they started on i mean i enjoy it i really like it i like kelly williams a lot mm-hmm. uh but if you think about it, i mean 2004 was when they were still playing star trek on hallmark i mean oh wow way back yeah yeah <laughs> uh, so uh, it's 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 an interesting thing it's it's got kelly williams patrick muldoon um we have our friend robert pine back yes <laughs> which he was in our last episode where we were talking about uh, All I Want for Christmas. I think he makes another appearance in today's podcast. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And on Christmas Day, Santa brings two lonely people together, but can love overcome deception? So basically, we the two of the movies that we're talking about today involve writing letters and requesting love from Santa. Exactly. As a young, yeah. At a young age. <laughs> And, and it takes a while for him to grant that wish, but yeah. know, now, that now that they're ready, he's, you know, Santa has not yeah. forgotten them and he get, finally gets around to, um, to bringing them the love of their life. Yeah. It's a long-term wish. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Says, says. Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe that's why I'm still single. I never thought to ask Santa for, mm-hmm. for the love well, of my life. Well, I mean, maybe Santa knows that you wanted it and you're just not ready yet. <laughs> I'm you're not ready. ready. Yeah, Santa will give you a love. <laughs> Let me know what I need to do, Santa. I I, I want to be ready. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this movie, it starts out where she's a little girl and she wishes for a boyfriend for Christmas. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I noticed about all three of these movies is that there is hardly any fake snow in these movies yeah. the most yeah. in matchmaker santa mm-hmm. but even 
compared to what they do now, I mean, just nothing like in, in a boyfriend for Christmas and naughty or nice, there's, it might as well be filmed in California. Yeah. Um, but this was filmed in Utah boyfriend for Christmas, which is kind oh. of fun. Yes. <laughs> Probably in the summertime. Though, so. Yes. Because there yeah. is just almost no snow. Like didn't, did that stick out to you at all? Like her house, there's very little decorations and they're outdoor or indoor. Uh, and there's almost no fake snow. Yeah. And it definitely did not seem too cold. They were outside playing no, no. football and they, were, <laughs> they weren't bundled up or anything. It was just, you know, we were, we're just outside. It's yeah. warm. We're comfortable. And so, you know, yeah, this is, this is before we, we, uh, before they came up, came up with the rule that there had to yeah. be snow of some kind. Yeah. And all three of these are loaded with bad men of business. Mm-hmm. Business is evil. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, yeah, we can't, we can't do that. And even, you know, someone that's not necessarily a bad man, full on black, bad man, bad, bad man of business gets that gets that moniker so we're- right yeah then he has to prove he's not mm-hmm. a bad man of business <laughs> in this one uh yes so basically she writes this letter and uh she then becomes an attorney and uh and then patrick Muldoon's also an attorney and <clears throat> he's doing like pro bono work for this family Yes. And, uh, and then he's late because of yeah, the he's meeting. In a business meeting. Business, bad meeting. business meeting. Yeah. So. And, and, and of course the scheming bad men of business are all trying to build condos. Yep. <laughs> Evil. Can't have it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but then, uh, they, so she's really upset because the kids are going to be taken away from their mother for Christmas because mm-hmm. he's not there to advocate for them. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then, uh, or to be in the, the trial and then he makes things right. So we know he's a good man of business. Yeah. He just loved trust the time, but then he felt, felt really guilty and he, yes. he made it right, but she didn't know that he went and made it right. Yeah. So. And much like uh, the Christmas card, we have her dating this guy, Ted, uh, which we're just going to, why are you, I mean, I guess she well, kind she of had broken really up with him. him yeah. She was, bro- she had broken up with him, but her mother and her sister-in-law, Carol, um, were kind of trying yeah. to force her back into this relationship. And it kind of made sense for the sister-in-law because her brother was now working for him. Um, yeah. And so she April thought April. that if she could get him, her back with Ted, then, mm-hmm. uh, then, it would help her husband, which exactly. is pretty skeevy to do. Yeah, it's, it's 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 a little, you know, a little. Yeah, it's it's not <laughs> the best, but it actually gives a real motive. Uh-huh. So it's a little bit, but more understandable. Like, why would you want her with this guy that she didn't really trust? That yeah. you know, she really suspected was was cheating on her, and you know, kind of left her to go do his thing. Now, mm-hmm. so so it made a little bit more sense. Uh, for for the sister in law's motives, I, the mother, I, you know, I guess she just wanted her daughter married. So yeah, like, you, know, you don't have to start all over. <laughs> go back to this guy that you were with before and give me some more grandbabies. So. And her dad was the best though. He was yeah. just like, leave her alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so was the brother. The brother was pretty chill about it. So he was like, yeah. let's stay out of her business. Let her do her thing. And <laughs> yeah, that's you true. know, the mother and the sister in law were like all about get back with Ted. 
Yeah. So he talks, so this guy, Ryan, he talks to, uh, Santa Claus and basically agrees to be this gift for Melanie. Is that the name? Anyway, for Kelly Williams. (laughs) And, And so he agrees to be this, this gift for Holly. It's her name. And so he delivers the Christmas tree and he's like, you wished for a boyfriend for Christmas. I am your boyfriend. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she thinks that it's from her, uh, her, her other friend that went to Tahoe because she said, you know, you're going to get this amazing gift from me. Uh, right. And so, you know, so she's not as skeeved out at, you know, when, when she first meets him, <laughs> you know, but she quickly recovers. I love that he, his name is Doug Furwood. That's hilarious. Or the name he chooses for himself. <laughs> yeah, fake name. <laughs> I mean, Ted was just so terrible, yeah. over the top. I mean, and yeah. then he expects her to accept his marriage proposal and he puts like the ring on the corner of the, <laughs> the thing, like look at it and decide, I mean, why on earth would you want to be married to somebody who like has to debate? Do I yeah. really want, like I would want to marry someone who really wanted to marry me. <laughs> yeah who knows i guess i I think carol like worked her magic on him and was like you know you have to marry you have to marry holly for some reason yeah we never really we never really got much of a you know of his perspective as far as like why he's still desperate to get her back now that he's back in town it didn't really make much sense but Mm -hmm. you know we just we just go with it and plus we know that ryan or or alias Doug, Douglas Furwood is the um, right guy. Right. So really well, and you know, if you've listened, if anyone's listened to this podcast, you know, one of my least favorite conflicts is how dare you lie to me? Like, I, I just don't love that. I just think it's boring. Uh, and it's not my favorite here, uh, but I've, I, I don't know. I feel like, I guess I give it a little more excuses because it hadn't been done a billion times and this is 2004. So. Yeah, it's an early one. Yeah. You, you hadn't got the old, gotten the overload. Yeah. Yes. And there's a lot of time spent with her family with either yes. Ted or Doug. I mean, uh, yeah, Doug slash Ryan. Um, they play football. They have meals. They a lot of family time. They had that New Year's party. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it goes into New Year's, which you also don't normally see. Yeah. And it's like a lot of planning. It's, it really starts with Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like it's like the first, maybe third of the movie. And then everything else is, is like planning for this New Year's Eve party that the mother is like yeah. over. So. And then, yeah, you could make this a Winterfest movie pretty mm-hmm. easily if you wanted. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then they kiss in front of the fire mm-hmm. and fall asleep yeah, next to each other. Yes. <laughs> it's like, whoa. Uh, and then, of course, Ted comes in, uh, yeah. and Doug has uh, the croissants, and he yeah, sees. So he, yeah, so, so Doug left in the morning to get to go get croissants, and then um, Ted comes in, and he's like trying to win her back, and he kisses her, and Doug slash um, Ryan <laughs> comes in and sees the kiss. And yes. Like, oh. No. <laughs> uh, and then. I loved that little scene with uh, Doug when he's uh, doodling at the meeting and he's got all the little hearts. 
was really cute to me. Uh, I'm a doodler, so that was oh. endearing. And yeah, so I, I liked his character too. Um, yeah, and I actually really liked them together. I thought they had yeah. pretty good chemistry. Um, I agree. I bought that. I bought them as a couple. It seemed like they kind of had similar like ambitions as far as like what they wanted to do. And Douglas, I mean, or or Ryan. Um, be, sees the era of his ways and yeah. leaves business behind. He's probably going to take that job um, that they had for like a staff attorney um, making pennies, but you know, he's probably saved and invested his money from being a bad man of business. So he'll, so that'd be okay. <laughs> yeah. So he's going to be doing like advocacy yes. <laughs> work and stuff like that. So, uh, and then they she asked him to new year's they kiss again there's like three kisses in this movie so yes. that's exciting mm-hmm. yes very much so <laughs> yeah yeah and good and, kisses too. yeah yeah they were and then uh, we also see her ice skating i guess kelly williams are must be like super good ice skater I mean, yeah. why would they include that in just for no reason? Yeah, they just added that she used to be like a competitive ice skater when she was younger. Yes. And, so, and they had the little ice skating scene. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good, actually. It was pretty good. Um, so then Ted, they, so they have New Year's and uh, her sister gets the, gets mess, her dress gets all messed up. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why you'd be wearing a white dress to New Year's. As long as it's winter white, I guess it's okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just would. I feel like unless it's a um, uh, what do they call it? The um, oh, not Mardi Gras. The um, we just had it in a summer. I feel pretty. I can think of the name. The debut, the debut, debutante ball. Okay, that yeah. you're supposed to wear white. Weddings you're supposed to wear white. I wouldn't wear white any other place. I don't think. Um, mm-hmm. Not full white, but that's yeah. just me. But, uh, but yeah, especially if you have kids running around, do not yeah. wear anything white. Yeah, that probably wasn't the wise decision. And she's the one with the chi- with the kids anyway. Yeah. She's no better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, you know, so then she loans her her dress and <laughs> sister's really thing, which is, it's not a kidney, it's a dress. I thought that was a good line. So then Ted ex- jumps and he exposes Doug. So he had been following him around to mm-hmm. try because he, he does have his little background as a reporter. And so, and actually the sister-in-law is the one that that um suggested that he do that to get the dirt so to expose him so that they can get back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, so then he goes up and he proposes again, which if she hadn't accepted your first proposal, why would she why would she accept your public proposal? And uh, I don't even understand why he wants to marry her if he's she's obviously interested in this other person. <laughs> yeah, who knows? I it's mean, very I weird. Okay with, I guess he's okay with being a consolation prize. I guess so. I guess so. And she says no, and then meets up with Ryan, and they figure out that because at the beginning of the movie they show her helping his his sister mm-hmm. uh, with uh, with Santa and being not being scared. Yeah, and uh, exactly. so then they figure out that oh that they they knew each other when they were little right they had yeah. that meeting and you know they you know looked at each other with some interest as preteens and mm-hmm. you know and they immediately like when they see each other there's like something familiar 
but they can't put their finger on it until kind of later on in the movie. And, yeah. you know, it's, and then it's, you know, it's, they realize that they were destined to be together. So. And yeah, she says, I always wished I'd, I'd meet the right guy and he'd set my heart on fire, but I never thought he'd be my Christmas present. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So then they kiss and then watch the new year's fireworks. So what do you think overall? What do you, I mean, what would you give this uh, score? How many crowns would you give this one? So I really enjoy this movie. Like I said, I really mm-hmm. enjoy both the characters. I enjoy the chemistry. Um, I, I like that. I mean, there's definitely some things in this movie that you wouldn't see now, like the scheming sister-in-law. Yeah. And, you know, I felt like they just kind of went for like, it was a little camping over the top at times, but not like too bad. So I'm actually going to give this a pretty high score. I'm going to give it 4.5 crowns. Yeah. I mean, there are parts of it that feel a little weird with people like giving humans and like some of these, these like, and I don't love the liar reveal. It's not that bad here. I'm going to give it kind of a pass, but I think I would give it 4.25, just a little bit lower, but it's, it's solid. It's a good, it's a good movie and definitely a classic. I agree. agree. That's why it's, it's endured somehow, you know, for, nearly 20 years it still Mm -hmm. gets shown every once in a while yes so welcome to the pilot podcast my name is bj and my name is me too and we promise this promo is worth it so please don't skip ahead we're two judgy friends who put our judgmental skills to work for you we review the pilot episodes of new and popular shows and shows that our listeners request to answer your question should i watch this Look, a lot of us are spending a lot more time at home, and yes, we should be reading and trying new projects and enriching ourselves, but does anything beat binging a great show? Let us take the guesswork out of deciding what your next show will be. Tune in to The Pilot Podcast at thepilotpodcast.com. We're moving up to 2011, and it's naughty or nice is mm-hmm. what we're talking about. And it's a down on her luck. Advertising executive becomes the custodian of Santa's famous naughty or nice list. Mm-hmm. And not only is she a down on her luck advertising executive, but she's also named Chrissy Kringle, which is fun. Yeah. Yes. And so people send her all of the, the she gets sent all of the uh, letters to Santa Claus. Yeah. And <laughs> one of the interesting things about this movie is that it's one of the only ones I can think of that the couple is uh, existing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. from like the start, start of the movie together yeah and, they have and, and they really don't show him that much to be honest no <laughs> he's not he's not that much but yeah they have an existing relationship they've been in a relationship for, i think did she say six years yes yeah, six years six years so that's a long time mm-hmm. and i guess they had like a little break yes uh, where he uh he i Has guess cheated fling. on her we see that later but yes. uh, he wasn't, they weren't really together at that point. So, so he thought that she had dumped him. Yeah. But apparently she just wanted a break to go find herself. And, and so he was like uh, kind of devastated and drowned mm-hmm. in sorrows by hooking up with um, her like coworker. I yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it starts out the beginning with this mother uh, and who's, uh, runs into her and uh, and the uh, the mom says to the little boy, uh, don't, "You don't want to get on the naughty list." And and then the mom's talking to her and it's like, uh, 
sometimes we need the naughty list. Don't judge me. Right. Because she was because um, Hillary Burton's character says, you know, does that really work in mm-hmm. earshot of the kid? And the mother just um, kind of is, gets really frazzled and yells at her like, you know, all the issues that she has with being a parent and that the one trump card they have is the <laughs> naughty or not, naughty and nice list and the kids will behave because they know that they don't want to get on the naughty list and so and so the list works and she says she says parenting is all your nightmares combined the naughty or nice list still works and the world is a burp place because of it <laughs> yeah so i have to say like i did i did not really love the first third of this movie like the little mm-hmm. the intro setup I felt like the dialogue was kind of cringy a lot of and, and the um, acting of like some of the little walk-on characters wasn't the line reading wasn't really the best and I, and even like and you know that I'm not enjoying it that much when I'm like nitpicking about little things so like mm-hmm. I noticed like the letters that she got they just had Chrissy Kringle, Candy Cane Lane. And they didn't have like, they didn't have like an actual street address. They didn't have a zip code. Or even stamps sometimes. Yeah, some of them had stamps, some of them didn't. And so I was like, okay, I'm, you know, so I was not really a fan (laughs) of of, of the introduction. um, Well, and it's tough because she is kind of unlikable to begin with. Well, I, I, the thing is for me, I was kind of on her side because I'm like, these people mm-hmm. are just too much. Her neighbor. I, I, would, yeah. I would be, yeah, I would be kind of grumpy. It, and then like, you know, they, the, the parents pressuring her to like, um, to get, to, to get married and, you know, oh, it was, and everybody expecting her to be super into Christmas because of yeah. Kringle and, you know, shaming her for not having the outside of her house decorated and everything it was just, <laughs> It was just a little too much for me. So I was, was not a lot, yeah. It. Um, <laughs> and so I was kind of on her side. I was like, I'd be perfect too. And I would have, and even if I had been maybe slightly inclined to do a little outside decorating, I probably would have not decorated out of protest as well because <laughs> these people were a little too annoying. Yeah. <laughs> you think, and, and then they try to make it this, this warm hearted thing. And I don't know if that, that really felt genuine. You know, because you have this lady who's stealing all their stuff and, and kind of ruin it all, the neighbor. Right. Uh, and, uh, but they are very forgiving of her. Yes. Very forgiving. But another movie where there is no fake snow at all. Exactly. I mean, is this supposed to be in California? I was trying because I was trying to see, and I think it's supposed to take place in like Michigan or something. I think yeah, they I, have I looked like looking at some of the uh you know like um what was it like the um, license plates and I was and I and I actually back you know like I said when I was nitpicking and trying to like look at these letters like it didn't have a city state or like zip code or anything so I was trying to see if they had that but I think I saw something that said Michigan which there should definitely be snow if they're in Michigan in this yeah for sure so she gets the naughty and nice book in yes. the mail and it picks up from here i really yeah this I mean, is what i started to enjoy <laughs> yeah it does it picks up i agree and the whole concept is fun of being able to have the naughty nice book but also to be able to kind of the temptation of being able to see into the, the secret sins basically of mm-hmm. all the people around you and be able to kind yeah. of know what they've done wrong mm-hmm. uh, that would be tempting 
All right. And um, I so and so the next day she goes. She gets since she got fired from her from mm-hmm. her job as the ad exec. She gets a temporary job as an elf at the local mall, and she meets the um, guy that's like in charge, who is this the grandson of uh, a big donor or something. And yeah, Justin. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Justin, who, for whatever reason, decides to speak with an Australian accent. And <laughs> we meet Marco, um, who was like her, um, who was the other elf that works alongside her. I have to say, I found it refreshing uh, that like the BFF was a, a male character, that a straight male character, that she had a completely platonic relationship yeah i agree and i love marco i thought he was really good yeah. uh, gabriel tigerman is the name and he was very funny i thought it was, yeah, he had some definitely. good lines and good like good comedic timing i think that they had pretty good like friendship chemistry mm-hmm. um, together so i uh and he and i feel like she spent more time with him than anybody he got yeah probably the one with the second the second highest amount of screen time yeah. throughout the movie. I mean, they also have a Family Ties reunion in here with Michael oh. Gross and Meredith Baxter. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and those are his parents, yeah. Those are her parents. Or her, her parents, I'm sorry. And I could have used more of them. Yeah. I could always use more Michael Gross. Yeah, he's, he, <laughs> they're, they're both pretty, pretty great here. Um, yeah, funny. yeah. They're not in and that I much. think that they do do better with like like I said I feel like the script at the beginning was not that great but they kind of elevated it and then as and then after it picks up um, I definitely like enjoyed them as well well like I said I also just think it it, it presents a interesting moral problem <laughs> of like if yes. you could find out especially when you're upset when you're angry like mm-hmm. if you could find out about the people in your life, they're mm-hmm. they're worse there would you would you find out would you want to know okay and she definitely gives into the temptation yeah she does <laughs> so first with justin she finds out that he's been stealing the petty cash that they've been getting that, that they're supposed to use for meals for the employees and so and and she th- blackmails him says that if he doesn't if he doesn't um get that money back that she is going to um you know, tell his grandmother and and he'll be cut off. And so of course he acquiesces. Um, Then she, when they are at at lunch, she she and Marco see her old boss and her, um, and her, who she thought was her friend and mentor at the job, um, who uh, who kind of looked down their notes on her. And so she um, looks, she looks up was it I think her name was Darcy which which she was doing and found out that Darcy was the one that kind of um that kind of cost her her job by like taking credit for a lot of her ideas and actually lied and told the boss that um that Hillary that Hillary Burton's character had been flirting with her husband and you know all these things so yeah of course um you know now that she knows this, she wants to make that right. Yeah, the only thing about this naughty nice book is that I would think that the book would have to be kind of rebooted every year because mm-hmm. to, to any change if you're on the naughty or nice list, like you get a year to to change and improve. Well, it seems, 
it seems like the book is both. And and depending on which side you look at, you can look but, at the naughty side and the nice side for each person. It just seemed like what Lance had done was many years previous. Oh, yes. I see what you're saying. And, and so as opposed to like, because that's what made her think when she saw it, she's like, oh, this happened this year. He's been cheating on me this year. Okay. And, and it seemed like it for everybody else, it was more recent. But mm-hmm. I guess I guess Lance had been so perfect that <laughs> the only naughty thing that the, that the naughty was had for him. Yeah. So. And so she flips out on on Lance, goes to the business meeting and pours pasta all over his head. <laughs> I mean, he's lucky that it was somehow sauceless pasta. Mm-hmm. So he didn't get any white or red sauce on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. it was funny. I thought. Yeah, that 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 scene was pretty pretty great. And mm-hmm. of course, he's you know upset, and she goes and finds out from her parents that you know during the time that she had gone for um, off to find herself, and he had thought that she had broken up. He was calling every day, talking about how trying to figure out how he could get her back because he really thought that she had broken up with him. Yeah. Well, and I feel like in, certainly in the Bill Abbott era of Hallmark, it might be changing, but you never really had cheating actually being discussed almost never, you know, it was just, Oh, you're a bad man of business. You're cheating on me with business. But like in both of these movies that we've just talked about, they, they have, actual like cheating as either a th- they think they're cheating or they are cheating or they have cheated right. like that's just not really something that you see in in a recent hallmark yeah yeah i did think it was a really funny line when she's talking to marco and he says <laughs> that uh, uh that uh, not santa claus watching us because i was raised catholic right that yeah. was a funny line that was god is watching us not not santa claus um so then yeah she figures out that jill is like coffee buddies with the boss helen their old Mm -hmm. boss that jill stole her promotion and uh, and that jill is basically on double payroll as Mm -hmm. she finds out right Um, so she's able to uh kind of bring her down i guess Yes, because um, the, her neighbor um, is the one that, um, so so the neighbor knows that, um, okay, sorry. The neighbor is the one that had, that works for this company that handles- Oh, like a payroll, yeah. Different um, companies. And so they go to her and they are able to get the proof that she's on the, the, the um, opposing company's payroll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Debbie says, oh, I, so she gets exposed as taking uh, some of the decoration from the neighbors. Mm-hmm. She doesn't use it on hers. She just puts it in the, in the storage shed so that she has better, uh, better decoration. Mm-hmm. And, and she only wins by one vote over, uh, over um, Chrissy's. And yeah, they let her off very easily for doing yeah. this. And she says, yeah, I meant no like harm. It. That's not true. You didn't mean harm. You you wanted to hurt their decorations so that she could win. Yeah. I mean, she stole pro- people's property. You mm-hmm. know, she did. I mean, it's, you know, it's just, I mean, it's, I, I get what they were trying to do while showing that people have both good, good and bad sides. But, you know, just because you do something good doesn't 
completely absolve you of the um, bad things that you do. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and they should still, you know, face consequences for that. And she did because she did end up losing. Um, she did not end up winning mm-hmm. the little um, contest, which seemed to mean a whole lot to her. Yeah. But um, they were able. But they were able to. You know, they were able to mend fences, and she and yeah. she makes up for it by helping to expose her former co-worker so that um, so that Hillary Burton's character is able to get her job back actually get I think I believe a promotion and a raise and, you know yeah they hold points. a whole surprise party for Debbie it's a big <laughs> yeah to um, show and- their appreciation I, I mean for being a good neighbor or something except for when she steals um, people's property right but- <laughs> and I forget who it was that I was talking with, it was a writer friend and they were talking about uh, what they, a plot line that they wanted to do where they were going to have a character, I think, steal something. And Hallmark said that, that they couldn't allow it, that you cannot have Hallmark heroines who break the law. Oh yeah. I, I, I remember, I remember that. I I remember it was too. Yeah. Um, So and yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah um, Hallmark heroines can't do anything illegal, but maybe, yeah. maybe an maybe a you know a bad neighbor can do something illegal. But you can if you are in a mystery. You can break into people's houses, right? You know, um, <laughs> you know, violate crime scenes. Yeah. Ignore the police. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I. I don't think that nowadays they would ever have scenes like the um, pasta. Mm-hmm. No, it's too much for modern Hallmark. <laughs> you know, I, I thought modern, it was funny. Hallmark is kind of, it seems like they're coming back to a, a little bit. So, and mm-hmm. they're pushing comedy a little bit more in some of the movies. So you, yeah. might, see, you might see every once in a while, you know. Something, something like that. But um, uh, so then Helen, it turns out the boss, uh, she throws uh, parties for, uh, and she helps underprivileged kids. Yes. And she says, uh, Chrissy says, I thought she was an ice queen. Right. So that ice was a good moment. Yeah. And showing that she wasn't an ice queen. Business. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then uh, they get uh, Santa comes for the kids. And that's when Justin redeems himself. Mm-hmm. He makes it happen. Yeah, and uh, Santa wants the book back. Right, and uh, and and, uh, and then let's see. Here. So she considering getting a new last name, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, she says that everyone makes mistakes. It's how we respond to them that matters. Yeah. And Lance then proposes. You get a pretty big kiss. Yes, <laughs> yeah, they, they 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 did. A, that was a, that was pretty good. <laughs> and then the whole neighborhood is there her parents are there and she's well maybe i'll hyphen the name <laughs> yeah she she's she's willing to accept now i really really wish that they would have closed that gap and made it so that they were like distantly related to santa claus you know? i agree i agree that would have been a fun kind of little winking mm-hmm. thing yeah and that's how she was able to like get yeah. the book and see it because of her relation to, to Santa Claus yeah you could have just had like Michael Gross and the Santa talking and it being a little like wink wink not yeah. you know elbow or just like it wouldn't even have to be a long scene just like a little knowledge oh they know each other they're yeah yeah, yeah I agree that would have been good 
Well, what do you give this one? How many crowns? So I'm going to give it 3.5 crowns. And yeah. what brought it down, like I said, I really did not like the um, like opening sequence of the movie. But once they got into um, like the actual like naughty and nice list, I really started to, it really picked up for me and I really started to enjoy it. So yeah. I'll give it a 3.5 overall. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarkie in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. Last one we're going to talk about is Matchmaker oh, what's Santa. What's your store for it? Oh, oh yeah, I agree. 3.5. Yeah, yeah, I agree. 3.5. So last one we're going to talk about is Matchmaker Santa. Mm-hmm. And this was 2012. Yes. And this uh, is, uh, I think, a very good example of a movie that's Hallmark or horror. Like, just change a few things around, and this is like a horror movie. <laughs> and Lace, this is Lacey Chabert's first Christmas, <laughs> Christmas movie. Yeah. And I really enjoy it. I think it's very yeah. sweet. Yeah. But it, it's, it's, uh, it's also a movie about a little girl who writes to Santa asking for true love. Yes. So. And, and if she doesn't get it, you know, for a long time, maybe she <laughs> no. thinks that, you know, the first guy, the guy that she's with in mm-hmm. the beginning might be it, but she doesn't really seem very happy in that relationship. Yeah, she's so. with this guy named Justin. Yes. And Justin has an employee named Dean. Yes. And uh, they've worked together for a long time. Dean's mm-hmm. basically the assistant. He makes everything work. Justin is yeah. the CEO. Yeah, uh, the newly appointed CEO. Yeah. <laughs> he's really trying to like inspire the confidence in the yeah. board of the board of directors in him. So. Yes. And so, yeah, he's a workaholic. He's, mm-hmm. he's kind of a bad man of business, but only in the sense of that, yeah, he works so much and he ignores uh, Lacey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mel, I think is her name in this Melanie, uh, but they have him end up with another person. So they, he's still worthy of love. He's not that yes. bad. <laughs> yes. And it's just that they weren't right for each other. And the thing right. is, Lacey's character is kind of a workaholic too. Like, yeah, that's true. She is burning the midnight oil at her mm-hmm. little bakery. And then she's coming in really early in the morning all the time. So she is, she definitely needs to, you know, get to get her work-life balance together too. Seems like it's a little better than her, um, than Justin's, but, you know, she uh-huh. also seems to be a little bit of a workaholic. What do you think of the chemistry between Adam Mayfield and Lacey? It was fine. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, I mean, I've, we've definitely seen her have much better chemistry with a couple others like, um, what is this? What is that? What are their names? Um, like in uh, the what's the dance movie she was in? Uh, oh, uh, well, Will Kemp. Yes, Will Kemp. Yeah, Christmas and Waltz. with um, Brendan Elliott. I think mm-hmm. you know, she's had really great chemistry with them. She said, and this, I mean, this is fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it, 
serves the plot well enough. So, you yeah, know. I agree. I don't think the connection was super strong with him. I like the idea of him just kind of being this assistant and sort of looking longingly <laughs> at yeah. her mm-hmm. uh, and kind of seeing this whole life that he wants to have, but he doesn't want to take the, the girl of his friend and yeah. boss yeah mm-hmm. um that was a, a good dynamic but yeah mm-hmm. i wasn't like super feeling the chemistry between the two of them yeah i was like you know it doesn't it's not to the point where it's distracting me that i'm like yeah these two shouldn't be together but it's not like but i'm not like going through the movie like oh they need to get together either it's just like okay i see i'm i'm a lot i'm along for the ride yeah and i don't think hallmark's ever used him again no so, he, he yeah. hasn't he hasn't been back yeah i don't think so it's nice when they try out people <laughs> you just I mean, get some new faces i mean i love the standards yeah but he's uh, fine also, you know yeah i mean if they brought him back for something else it would be mm-hmm. fine yeah you know. maybe not with Lacey. yeah um so we also find out she's basically working all the way up through christmas and then mm-hmm. justin just kind of assumes that she will go to christmas with him yeah. he also assumes the dean will go and he's like i yeah. was planning on going with my family so Justin can be pretty inconsiderate. Yeah, and the thing is that he kind of spins it as if he is going to be, um, you know, taking her so that she can meet his mother. But, but and that's kind of part of it. But the real reason is that he wants to impress the board of directors. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, kind of being a not great man of business. So. Right, yeah, that's true. Uh, um, I, one thing we have to point out that something that would never happen in a modern Hallmark movie is that the, the Santa, we see him when Dean picks up Mel to go to dinner and he is ringing a bell um, and, and he has he, and he collecting money for the needy and they both walk past him and don't give him any money. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was like, these people <laughs> in, in modern Hallmark, that is evil. That's like, true. What's going on? I was shocked. <laughs> like the worst is in it, it's Christmas Carol. <laughs> when it's the Scrooge character, mm-hmm. she like is like, get away from me. <laughs> yeah. At least, at least, like, like you know, it's a Scrooge. Yeah. That's right. true. That's a good I was, point. I was shocked. I was like, oh my goodness, these people are horrible. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so Justin, uh, uh, Justin hasn't told his mom. Uh, that Melanie is coming so right. and that they're dating. Uh, I mean, it sounds like she knows a little bit about her, but that Justin doesn't even tell that, you know, they're coming to visit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you also see Robert Pine, who's like the head of the business. Yeah, he's the um, chairman of the board of directors. Mm-hmm. And, and Santa works his magic and gives the poor man poison oak. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so then you have her on the plane and she ends up sitting next to Santa mm-hmm. and she tells, uh, and Santa tells her about the um, long wishes, long-term wish. Exactly. You know, oh, that's yeah. the theme for today. <laughs> and, so, yeah. and so she wasn't ready for the love of her life until now. And so now, and Santa knew this. And yeah. so that's why, you know, it's taken him this long. Well, and you can tell that this is pre-Balsam Hill days mm-hmm. because the, the big snooty uh, response to using a fake tree. Oh my goodness. <laughs> how it used to be a whole thing. abide it. 
can't abide yeah. it. But now they can't do that now because Boston no. Hill is all over the place in these places. <laughs> Yeah, so you can't do that now, but it was definitely a thing back then. Oh, yeah. uh, but Dean ends up picking Mel up from the airport, mm-hmm. and uh, Justin uh, is busy with work. And then Blair, his high school girlfriend, ends up showing up. Yeah, and she's she definitely a weird character because she's like presented as the other woman the the normally that would be a bad person because she's in conflict to our mm-hmm. leading lady but of course we we want her to not be with justin winter to be with dean so mm-hmm. she's kind of like sort of in love with business and sort of dismissive of melanie but then like actually also a nice person and like nice to justin <laughs> yes. I don't, she was just kind of a weird character she i mean she didn't she was not like actively trying to like come between them but she was you know you sh- it was all- she made her interest known though so yeah. you know yeah. which I guess you know it's fine because you know she's because now if Melly didn't have anyone else but you know she's also falling for someone else at the same time so I guess mm-hmm. we're, we're okay with that <laughs> but she had the most cringy line when they when uh, I think it was his mom asked are you uh, are you married? He says no. I'm married to my career. Yeah. Oh, you know that's the thing. You know, <laughs> she's like a you know she's a borderline ice woman of business. Yeah. You know, Nobody and so that's that. why and and border and a borderline bad man of business. They they just go together. Yeah. So. Yeah. They they match perfect. I'm married to my career. <laughs> I laughed. Uh, we also have, so then they end up getting stuck in this town mm-hmm. and you have John Ratzenberg as the mechanic slash mayor. Yes. He's taking hilarious. a break from Pixar so they can yeah. be in this movie. <laughs> he is, was hilarious in this movie. Like, you know, sit, you know, sitting in the little shop and he's like sleeping. Yeah. I think he lives like, there. Oh, you know, um, you know, it'll be ready when it's ready. You know, I got to <laughs> wait for this part. And, you know, he was just so lackadaisical about this whole thing. And then all of a sudden we find out that he's the mayor. Um, and then you have Florence Hend- Henderson and Lynn Shea as the, um, so Florence Henderson is like the, what, the innkeeper and her friend. And they're like, can't make cookies. And, right. you know, they think, you know, they, they were, they were very funny, I have to say. Um, I, so I actually really enjoyed the supporting cast for this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they, and, but Lynn Shea's like crush on the Dean character. That was, <laughs> she was. Yeah. It was fun to see Lynn Shea in this because she's become kind of a horror person in the insidious yeah. movies and things like that. So it was fun to see her. <laughs> well, the way she, you could, you could see that she could see it, you know, with the way she was like leering at Dean. In the movie. Yeah. That was a little scary, but <laughs> But, uh, yes and Florence Henderson of course this is America's mom yeah so that was perfect to have her in there and uh, and she ends up Melanie ends up helping with the cookie sale and cookie making yeah and, and Santa gives her like the was it the vanilla bean extract that's like the secret ingredient for her cookies mm-hmm. I'm not sure how he knew he gives um Dean the little um wood and the oh um, yeah tools so that he can carve that whatever it was he carved from for melanie yeah i think it was the santa i think it was hard to see exactly what it was but yeah he carves for her and he helps mel with the cookies 
Yeah. And it was really cute when they were both in the elf outfits. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was really it's cute. Said to have that emergency where his two with uh, the two elves um, missed out on the last minute, so he had to get um, to um, <laughs> to recruit them to be elves. And all during this whole time, um, Justin is kind kind of sort of trying to um, get to get um, to Mel. To yes. Well, then the bear. But yes, Santa sends a bear. Um, then so evidently uh, Santa has like telekinetic yeah. powers. Yes, he's he can make yes, a he, bear appear. <laughs> yes, he can. He can make a bear appear. He also um, has the ability has the um, ability to like um, teleport himself right. to different places. <laughs> and um, me Rudolph like, at all? <laughs> yeah. And he, well, I mean, only when he's like carrying the sleigh, I guess, yeah. <laughs> in his gifts. But, and then he comes when they're, when uh, Justin and Blair decide to drive there, he comes and says that there's like a road blockage. So they have to turn around and then they try to decide again. And then there's a snowstorm. So they just, you know, Santa's like, no, you, you know. Yeah. Mel well, and we need time together. Y'all need time together. Yeah. Well, and and that uh, yeah, he's a construction worker, like you said, and uh, and so they can't get there, and so it gives Dean and her more time, and yes. he says, "I wasn't expecting any of this," and they have a really painful near kiss. It's so mm -hmm. close, and <laughs> yes. and then um, Lynn Shay's character announces the time for the tree lighting. Yeah, so... I loved how he kind of like touched her face mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah, and it was just very like tender and sweet. Yes. I loved that. <clears throat> and uh, and then uh, Blair and Justin get lost <laughs> trying to follow the detour. Yeah, because the Santa gave him bad directions, trying yeah. to get them lost on purpose so they wouldn't get to, so that they wouldn't get there to give Dean and Mel that time and to give them that time together too. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we find out that. Uh, that Dean has quit his, is going to give his two weeks notice. Yes. And. He's going to uh, open a little wood shop. Yeah. And he saves a cookie for her. And cause she said, I didn't even get to try any of the cookies. And he says, you're, you're always missing out on the cookies. So she gives him, he gives uh, the cookie and, and he says, I'll keep it close to my heart. That was cute. <laughs> that was cute. Um, and uh, then they kiss mm -hmm. and Blair uh, wants to leave, but then it starts snowing. Right. And that seems to be a barrier. And uh, it just started snowing. But yeah. It's, it's, it's unsafe to drive when it just starts snowing. I mean, mm -hmm. it is a little slippery at first when it first starts snowing, but they could have done it. They, they yeah. are. So then she calls up her friend and basically spills all the beans about mm -hmm. uh, Dean yes and uh truth is not always popular but it's the truth and the, and the truth is i love you yes. <laughs> she says yeah yes and so they end up with both of them blair and justin and dean and melanie and they're together and so everybody's happy yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. yep and so yeah that's the end um they you know both go and say look you know, I fall into somebody else, and I guess everybody's happy now. So yeah, I guess so. Merry Christmas! Worked out. So, matchmaker Santa matched up two couples <laughs> that year. So yeah. you know, he 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 you know did his work 
And I guess they're both gonna live, both couples will live happily ever, ever after. And, yeah. you know, all right. I guess so. I, I, I'm trying to think which one I think has the better staying power. I mean, hopefully both of them will, will, but, uh, but I think maybe actually, I mean, they maybe actually Blair and Justin, since they both like have the same idea about work. I yeah. can see that being a conflict for being in now. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there we go. I What would you give this one, you think? So I'm going to give this one four, four crowns. Okay. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. I like this, the, you know, kind of the secondary characters. I liked um, that it has two couples. Um, I agree that like the, that, I, I mean, I don't think either of the two couples had great chemistry. Yeah. So, I mean, it was fine both right. ways, but it wasn't great. So, you know, that does take away from it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like that, the the magic, the magic in the stanza and everything. So yeah, I mean, it's pretty yeah. solid. I, I really enjoy it. So four crowns for me. Yeah, I agree. Four crowns. I think that's, that's accurate. So let us know what you would give these three movies. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts in the comment section or on Twitter. And uh, if you have any other classics, I, I really think 2012 should be our uh, kind of cutoff point for this series. Do you agree? Um, yeah, there... probably. Probably. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it was after that that, I mean, it wasn't until 2015 that they started, I, I don't think, doing actual Countdown to Christmas. But mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, 2012 and, and uh, backward are what I would consider classics. <laughs> So let us know if you have any classics that you'd like us to talk about uh, in future episodes. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And uh, and you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. Also, make sure that you are following the podcast at Homework's Pod and Homework's Podcast over social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews five stars. It really helps us so, so much. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have the patron group and merch store. Check that out. Uh, we would, it has tons of festive designs at the merch store. So please take a look and we've got lots of perks for the patrons. And like, like that, he says, one of our patrons and we're so grateful. And uh, thanks for, so much for doing this. And uh, we'll talk to you all later. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas in July, everyone. <laughs> Bye.